Welcome to the Valley View Podcast. My name is Caleb Chamberlain, and I'm the pastor here at Valley View Church. We are so grateful that you are joining our church family as we pursue the Lord's heart and His plan for all of us. It is our desire to grow, and we are excited that you get to join us in this adventure. So grab your Bible and prepare your heart to seek God's face and all that He has in store. No, I can't believe it. It's been a year. How the heck has that happened? How am I still here? And you guys like still see me and like, it's, oh, this is, you guys bear with my nonsense. Oh my goodness. No, but I love each and every one of you. I think I'm just like, I just am growing. You know, we have all of our quirks and all of our frustrations and I can always, we can all come up with a million of those. I'm, you know, I tease you guys. I'm like, I'm very, I, I can be a very critical person. But I keep thinking back. I'm like, I love this church. I love each and every one of you. I love you. I do. I really see you, and we've grown a relationship in this last year, and it has been amazing. And I'm excited for those who just are visiting, because, like, you know, you guys are getting me at a, at a, I'm, I'm going to be a little weird today, so. <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm usually generally weird in, in, in general, so. Um, yeah, no, it's been, it's crazy. It's been a year. It's been a year of celebrating a life together with you guys. I mean, I cannot believe it where God has brought us. I was just talking to a good friend of year, yesterday and just talking about you guys and, and just all the things. I'm like, I just can't believe it. Like, God calls all of us to do amazing things. And sometimes you're like, I don't see where this is going, God. And he, then he's like, well, that's okay. I know where I'm going. <laughs> I know where you're going. That's the good thing. He knows where we're going. And <laughs> so just... Man, you never know where you're going to end up. This is definitely, if you would have asked me 15, well, it'll be 15 years of marriage here this June 30th. Um, if you had asked me if I would have been a pastor, I'd said no. If you asked me if I would have been a missionary, I, said no, I would have said no. And so I've been able to do both of those things. So thank you, Lord. Um, man, so today's going to be short. I'm just going to share a few things. This, I just want to share what I'm thankful for, for you guys. I'm thankful. I'm really, as a young pastor, I mean, I, I, I look, I'm older than I look, but I'm still pretty young, okay? <laughs> I'm going to be 37 this year, so this is that's a good year. Um, and I miss my early 30s. Okay, so I was just talking about that the other day. I missed this. I never thought I would say I miss my early 30s. Okay, but I, as, as you know, this is my first church. I've never been in a church before. I'm, I'm very, very different than some other pastors, but praise God for Rich. I was just thinking about Rich. And his passing on the baton, he was the pastor for 14 years, did such a good job of stewarding this church well and stewarding my heart well as we pass on and stewarding your hearts well as we transition. It was such a beautiful time, six months. Like, who does that? Who does that, really? Like, we can only find our, we could find some things about like, oh, man, I wish we would have done this or I wish I could have had this. But like, no, I cannot believe I got to transition with that amazing man of God for six months, and it was such a blessing. It was such a blessing, and, and he gave me time to fall in love with you, and he always spoke so highly of you. He's loved each and every one of you, and, and it was just such a sweet time, and it's so crazy. Honestly, it's so crazy. I think that's going to be the weirdest thing is as we go along time, the things that Rich will move on and pass on out of memory. It's going to be so weird, and I know that'll be from my, praise God, that'll be from me, but the thing is a legacy of what's here. Man, praise God for the legacy what's here. The worship. I see passion part. So I've got three things here. I always have three things. Wait, hold on. No, I have three. Okay, three. Passionate people. 
I see passionate people. Man, I tell you what, like you don't hear worship like you hear. I just don't hear it very often. It's very unusual. It's very sweet. It's very, and it's praise God. We got some new singers here. I got a second to hear you guys. You guys are singing well, and I love it. I love your hearts for singing, Lord. It's just, and he delights in your voice. But that's the thing. It's not just about passionate about singing the loudest. It's not about singing the best. It's singing with full abandonment to the love of your king. You love your G- king Jesus. You love him. You love him. You're passionate. You, you love Jesus. You're hungry for more. You're seeking the greater things from John 14, 12. Greater things that God has in store for us. That's what you're seeking after. It says, very, very, very truly I tell you, this is from John 14. This is from Jesus. Whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I'm going to my Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it, and that is what we're clinging to. That's what we want as this church. We want what he has, the greater things. In Matthew 5, 6, I think this of you guys so often. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. You're hungry. You're thirsty. You want more. You're not satisfied. I don't want our church to ever get satisfied with the status quo. But I see that. It was this one isn't just me just building this up. In this last year, I've just been seeing this, this hunger and this thirst for righteousness, wanting more of God, wanting more of what he has in store for us. And I see you guys have tender hearts. You guys are so tender and just so sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I love the prayer times. I love the interjection during like worship. I love the questions during the teaching. I love the tender hearts and the spirit. Like, man, I tell you what, I can't tell you how many times either Barb or Laura, or one of you guys have just come up here like right between worship and teaching. Like you're like, you're basically preaching my teaching by speaking out what the Holy Spirit was speaking to you. And that's so cool. It's so amazing. You guys are following the way of love and eagerly desiring gifts of the Spirit. I love that. 1 Corinthians 4, 1, 14, 1. You guys are eagerly desiring the gifts. That's what we want. We want to operate, and that's what we're, we're continuing to grow in. Um, I want to highlight one of the things that was on the announcements, because for some of you who are new, you saw something about praying for our weaknesses. So I'm going to talk about that here in a second. But that brings me to the third point. You have honest hearts. You're honest. I never have to question if you're honest with me, okay? Sometimes you're like, you guys are very, very honest. No, it's, no, it's good, though. Like, I never have to question. I mean, I, I tease Barb. I'm like, Barb, if I'm not being very clear, I look at your face. And if, I'm like, if I see you resolving your, your face, you're like, like, oh, good. Okay, I'm making sense again. <laughs> so, Barb, thank you for being the barometer for me. Um, no, but I appreciate that about you because you want me to be clear. You want to understand what I'm saying. And I praise God that you don't go, well, that was stupid. Whatever you're saying, I don't know. Like, you know, I mean, because I am sometimes that way. That you don't just disqualify. You say, "I want to understand what you're thinking, what your heart is," and that's important because sometimes we just like, "Oh, you know, that made me feel good. That pastor made me feel great." That's not what we want. I don't want to make you feel good. I want to light a fire under your butt. Okay, that's what I want to do. That's me. I want to be honest with you. I want you guys to be honest with me. Because, and that's what you're seeking after is Psalm 51:10, the pure heart and steadfast spirit. Now, you, maybe you guys don't feel this way, but I'm, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm speaking prophetically to you, okay, all right? I'm just making sure, I'm just letting you know this is what I'm seeing in you. I want to see what God says in you. You're an honest church family, and that's why I call you family. You're family. 
This is where we find honest questions during service, during good conversation, during life group, during a women's group, during men's group. We're seeing that honest conversation happen. And we need to have that. We always need that. And if you're being honest with yourself, you're like, okay, Lord, I think this is a prophetic word. I need to step into the boldness of being a little more honest. That's okay. Be honest with me. I'd rather be honest here than honest back here. Like, be honest with me if you don't feel like you're resonating with it. Because let's go for it. Let's, we want to be wholehearted together. We don't want to be kind of wholehearted. Well, he's kind of dragging us along to, you know, dragging, kicking and screaming. No, that's not the heart's desire. I want to walk us in unity and desiring what he has, the greater things. And here's one thing I see. Blessed are those who are pure in heart, for they will see God. This is a promise from Jesus from Matthew 5, 8. That's what we want. And that's what I see you guys longing for. You guys want to see the face of God. You guys want to see it, not just on the other side of the veil, but right now you want to see, behold the face of God now. We want the those who are pure in heart. So that means you have to be honest a little bit. That means you have to bear your soul a little bit. And I love that because we'll see, I'll see crying. I'll see people praying for one another. And I encourage it. Please keep doing it. Because that is something, the sweetest thing, ministering to one another as a church. I love that about you guys. And I truly believe that God can do so much with this. Because you saw that we said, we're, well, pray, our topic for prayer is pray for us to grow in our weakness. Well, believe it or not, we have some weaknesses doesn't everybody? Okay. Everyone has weaknesses. And the great thing is, and I just want to highlight this, who does this? Okay. I just got to say, first year out of the gate, what do we do? We did a survey and evaluating our strengths and weaknesses. Who does that? You guys did that. <laughs> but that's okay. It wasn't like we're going to kick our church because yeah, like, there's a lot of people that love to beat up our ch- the churches and, and we love to beat up other churches. And like, we're just really good at criticizing and slandering and, and cutting each other down and, and j- definitely seeing a lot of you know, specks in our eyes. And, but the desire wasn't there. That's not the desire. The desire was like, how do we grow as a church together better? How do we become more like Jesus? How do we come, become more and, and follow his great commission? How do we seek the first things first, which is his kingdom, and all the things, everything else will come after that. His ways, loving him, loving one another well, and doing the great commission. That's what we desire. And I love that about you. I love that about you. I believe that God can do so much with this because, you know, we don't have to present more than what God has given us to present him. He, we, he's given us his we have a heart of a relationship. We, he gave us re, the idea, the gift of relationship so that we can be relationship with him. This is what we're pursuing. Wholehearted relationship with him. He gave us fascination. He gave you fascination. We all have fascination for something so we can become fascinated by him. And this is what we're exemplifying. We're showing that we're fascinated by Jesus. He gave us the ability to choose and he gave us his son Jesus as an example so that we can choose to become more like him. We are choosing his ways. He's given us these things. He gave us the ability to love so that we can pour out our love on one another and on him, but first from him. And our worship looks exactly like that. I love that about our worship, pouring our love on him. And he gave us a spirit to be made ready to do the very purpose of God. Now he who has prepared us he who prepared us for this very purpose is God, who gave to us the Spirit as a pledge. 2 Corinthians 5, 5. That's what he gave us. He gave us a Spirit. So we don't have anything we have to present that's above and more than we have. We just give him everything. We give him it all. And he can do so much more with that. 
This is going to be a short one today. I'm almost, I'm almost done whether you believe it or not. I just, because like we're going we're gonna to spend time praying. We're going to continue worship. We're going to continue in prayer. We're going to pray for our church. We're going to thank God for what he's done. We're going to do these things. Because I believe as we come become strong in our weaknesses, we're going to see a church that disciples well, that multiplies what's been stewarded here. What's been stewarded here? Like, what do you think is here? I'm going to ask you like this, like you guys can actually shout it out. Compassion. Love is here. Love is here. Prayer. Hold on. I heard three at the same time. Prayer, presence, healing. What was it? Praying in agreement. Yeah. Acceptance. Yeah. There's a lot here. There's probably more. I'm sure you. There's a hospital here. There's a lot. What's that? What's that? Camaraderie. Camaraderie. Yeah. Well, and there's unity. Yeah, it's a unity. There's just a unifying and loving the world. Like, and loving and just like, because we can embrace people who are broken. Because we're all broken. Yeah, sheltering of the weak. Building them up, stewarding their hearts well, like taking those tender, fragile, broken hearts and saying, man, this is not who you are. Let me speak back life into that. That's what's being stewarded here. But you know what? In one generation, it all could disappear. And that's what we all realize. We know that it could disappear so quickly. And our desire, and I see that if we become strong in our weaknesses, we're going to multiply what we have here. We're going to multiply being passionate, honest, tender hearts. We're going, to, we're going to multiply being able to steward and speak life well. We're going to be able to do that well. And we're going to see a church that is a light in a very dark place. If you don't believe it's a dark place, just look around. It's dark. I mean, I see the wheat and the tares growing. I see it. I, I, sometimes I have a tendency of looking at the wheat, uh, the tares. I do. I just have a tendency of looking at the tares. I'm like, oh, the tares. And yeah, this is how, that's just how I am. You know, we see the tares and they're pretty gross and they're pretty big. But man, I see the wheat. If you could just take for a second to say, God, the wheat is kind of growing exponentially. I love what Barbie shared about like the, 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 the uh, revival. I was like, what's the word? I was going to say something else. But I don't know. Revival, it's happening. It's happening, whether we see it or not. It's in a different format. It's not coming in tents. It's not coming in like moments. It's happening worldwide, slowly. The world's reviving their spirit. They're seeing what's true. They're seeing what's needed and necessary, and they're coming back to that. The church is coming into revival, and that's, man, praise God for that. But we're becoming a church that is a lighthouse. We want to be a lighthouse in a very dark place. We want to be a lighthouse in Inglewood that shares the gospel with confidence and boldness, not with, with ten- me- rudeness, but with confidence and boldness and with mercy and love. We're going to see the word become even more alive in our lifetime, I think, through our pursuit, our vowing of the word, and our obedience to his commands. Everything we're reading. I know I drive you crazy sometimes because I have, I mean, like sometimes six pages worth of just passages of scripture. Um, the reason why is because I want us to be hungry for the word. I want you to see it's not just in one spot, but throughout the whole work. It's God spoke it and he's, 
He's, he's not a changing God. The Old Testament God is the same as the New Testament. He doesn't change. He is just, he's like, I had this plan. I am Alpha and Omega. I have a big plan. Just capture, get a glimpse of it. Obey me because if you obey me, I know better, right? Like if we did things out of order and we just did things because we get panicked about it, he's like, no, just follow me. Just trust me. I got it. If you just do what I ask you to do, it's going to go well for you. We're going to see a church that is sharpened and not dull, zealous and not weary, equipped for every good work, according to 2 Timothy 3.17, and to do his will working in us that which, is, that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory and forever and ever, according to Hebrews 13.21. We want to be equipped for every good work. That's our desire. So what's happened in this year? Like, what, there's been things, that, I've got a few things, but like, I'll say a few things, but if you see some other things, let me know, okay? We've established a monthly time of prayer. I love that. Our time of prayer is sweet. We've been able to be a blessing to our local church family, as well as our international family. Like, with, with Cross Ministries, we've been able to give generously. I mean, I, was, I love what Jack had said. He's like, the, the giving for December was the greatest we've ever given, like, he's like, as far as I remember, that was the greatest gift we've ever given out. Um, and then on top of that, May, loving Megan Cowley, like, we just went able to bless her, the Cowley family, with all that was going on, which, by the way, we need to be praying for her. This is a hard time. Um, yeah, it's, it's, she's declining quickly. And it's, it's, a, it's a dear sister of ours that, was, that used to be here, um, and she has ALS, and it's, it's, it's been very, very aggressive. Um, but we were able to bless her. I mean, I just got a text from Zoe saying, just, she just broke down crying. She could not believe how generous we were with it. She thought, oh, it'd be a little bit. She's like, oh my gosh, just so much, so much generosity, so much, just, it was such a blessing. And you guys did that. You guys were part of that. And our missions giving, I love that fact that we have, a, 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 we have 2% for every mission, every missions. If you want to know who our missionaries are, they're back there. Check them out, pray for them. And we get to continue to grow in generosity to give and give and give more. And I love that we've been able to grow closer as a church family through our life group. Um, I've seen that grow. It's been really good to get to know you guys because I tell you what, the first few months when we didn't have that, I felt flustered and overwhelmed because I could never get to talk with you guys. I really wanted to get to know you guys. I'm like, oh man, you guys are so amazing, but we have to all go home and get food. So praise God. Praise you, God, for uh, the Miller family who has provided... (laughs) provided a wonderful place for us to be and, and all of you guys have been so awesome and generous with your food and with your fellowship and and we've grown closer together and we're also aiming to multiply by the way soon it's our desire is to have more opportunity more more opportunities to grow more opportunities to connect together because it is it is sweet but i want to be able to have that for everyone to be able to have a chance to be there um we've done outreach that has gone and it's been challenging it's gone well and it's gone hard, but we've stepped out and did it. You guys did it. And you and Daniel, at least you and Daniel have held that ground and you've done well. And we're learning. We're learning how to do it well. We don't know all the ins and outs, but we're willing to learn and we're willing to do and we're obeying. So praise God for that. And we've gone through a lot of transition. We've seen people come and go. We've seen, we've lost people. We've, it's been hard. It's been a challenge this year. Um, but I just think about how amazing it is as a church that we've just held our hearts tender to the Lord through change, through transition. Um, 
And we're grateful. I want to be grateful for what we have seen, what God has done. And so honestly, that is kind of where I'm, I'm, I'm ending here. I want, to, I want you guys to share a little bit. I want you guys, um, I want us to have a time of just thanksgiving, of prayer and gratefulness. Now, I want you guys just to praise the Lord for what he has done. So if you want to come up, I'm just going to have everybody, if you want to come up for a few minutes, we're going to take a few minutes. Um, we're going to have a time of worship and just prayer. Um, but if you want to come up and pray and just thank God for what, like just mainly on the mic, just so that people can actually hear um, that who aren't able to be here. So I'm going to kick it off. And if somebody else wants to come after me, I'm just going to leave the microphone up here and just, uh, yeah, join me in prayer. Father, we thank you so much for your heart. Father, we thank you so much for that. You, you have sustained Valley View through the years, through the transitions, through the hardships, through the ups and downs, even the last few years with COVID and all the change there. Father, with pastors, leaders, and, and elders, and transition, and hardship, and the good things, Lord, the, the growth, and the, the excitement, and the zeal, and the and the multiplying, the stewarding, and the, and the graduates, and the people who have gone out, and the young men and women that have grown and learned from us. Father, we thank you so much for all that you have in store for Valley View. Father, we know that you are the only one that sustains us. It's not by our program. It's not by our music. It's not by anything we have. It's our building. Is not, it's not anything that we have here. Father, it is you that have brought this family together. It's you that keeps this family together. It's you that shines through us. Father, we love you. Jesus, we love you. Father, we just ask that from Ephesians 1.17, that the Father of glory, that you may give the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of, we want to know what the hope of your calling is. What are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints? What is the exceeding greatness of your power towards us who believe according to the working of your mighty power? Father, we want that. We want your beauty. We want to see you and know you who you are. We want to walk in obedience with that, Father. We love you, Jesus. That's in your precious name we pray. Amen.